Welcome to Wearable Progression, from Quantified Self to Qualified Self, a podcast about all things wearables and running, hosted by Kinematics. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Wearable Progression. We are live here at the Olympic Trials 2016 in Eugene, Oregon. It's been an awesome experience um, doing some podcasts here from our booth. And today we are here with Jesse Goodell, who is starting up a brand new blog out of Eugene, Oregon, runningbliss.com. So for those of you who are who are local to the area or who are running, check out this new running blog. And we're here to talk with her about her running journey and and how she started her blog and why and just uh, running in in general and tech and stuff. And we also have Paula DeSantz, CEO of Kinematics, our regular guest. Hi, Paula. Hi, what are you doing, Angela? I'm doing all right. So welcome, Jesse. Thank you for being here with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your path. I know you were a soccer player and now you are fully into running. How did that happen? Yes, yeah, I originally uh, fell in love with the sport of soccer um, from a young age, ended up playing collegially and a little bit abroad after college, and then after soccer was over and it became hard to find a team and and places to play competitively, um, I fell into running. I like to say I fell into running because (laughs) at first it was a bit of a chore, Um, just wanted to stay fit, ran a couple uh, local 10Ks and then trained for a marathon and it was interesting in about, I put a month on it, I would say nine months, it turned into a passion of mine. It was just like a switch went off and it was no longer a chore and I started looking forward to my morning runs and and just really enjoying it. Um, And it started to just change my life and I wanted to inspire others to to do the same thing. And so I started doing a little bit of coaching on the side, learning a little bit more about running. I'd always grown up in the competitive athletics, so Mm -hmm. I knew Mm -hmm. a little bit about training, a lot about strength training as a soccer player and, and things like that, but I just started to submerse myself in in the environment and learn a lot and spread the passion by training others to run with me so yeah I was reading and I can't remember if it was in your your about section or one of your first posts but how running really changed your life and kind of became a lifestyle and and I think that's definitely a theme that we come across where it's not just an exercise that you do to keep fit it actually becomes part of your life and there's this community that seems very very tight-knit and so I mean talk a little about about that because I think that's a unique thing yeah, absolutely. Compared to other sports, right? I think runners are, it's a different mentality in general. Um, I mean, a lot of people look at runners like, you're crazy. Like, yeah. you want to go running or, like, it hurts. Or, yeah. you know, there's a quote out there that's like, our sport is your sport's punishment and, and a lot of different things. So the running, I think, community is just a little bit different. And it's an individual sport, but the community aspect of it is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you can probably sense it here in Tracktown. Yeah, absolutely. Just the amount of community runs that are going on. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there's a small, they're actually starting to become a fairly big running company in Eugene now called Run Hub, and that's one of the ones I need to run on a weekly basis. And they've had, like, I think, like, 10 different community runs throughout the trials so far. And I know Picky Bars has a community run going on. Uh-huh. The university professors have a community run going on every day. And so you can just see that everybody likes to run and mostly do it together right which is really cool and as you're talking about it kind of being a lifestyle I came across a quote and you can see it on my blog where it says if you want to change your body exercise uh, yeah and if you want to change your life I saw that run yeah that was actually really cool yeah and when I saw that I was like that really hits on the point of like yeah running's great and there are some wonderful benefits of in terms of your health and your mm-hmm. body and your mm-hmm. overall physique mm-hmm. of running but it goes so much deeper than that yeah and I think the community aspect is a huge part of it and I'm a big believer that we were meant to run. I don't know if you've ever read the book Born to Run, 
but it was back when they were doing the five finger shoes and kind of right, talking right. about all of that aspect and did a lot of research into like human um, evolution over time and mm-hmm. just how our bodies are designed to mm-hmm. actually run. run. Yeah. And so I definitely find myself the most at peace when I am running. It's out in nature. You're mm-hmm. connecting with mm-hmm. your body. You're moving in a way that I genuinely believe we were designed to do. And, and that's why I named the blog Running Bliss because mm-hmm. it's like when you hit that spot, like yeah. absolutely. Like yeah. it's just this point of like this is what I was created for. And you can just kind of find a piece. And so that's the idea of just coaching and running and just experiencing it with a bunch of people. Uh, I'm, I'm not surprised to, to listen to your into, about your enthusiasm living in Eugene because uh, when I arrived here and coming from Europe, if we think, for example, in Formula One uh, in Europe, we think in Monaco. So for me, Eugene is, is the Monaco of running. <laughs> is the Monaco of running. is is incredible how all the community that, uh, not only the people from live, that lives here, but all that uh, come to here to study or, or, or to, see, to see the Olympic trials, is incredible, uh, the passion for, for the sports and, and, and for the running. So you, that you are from Colorado but lives, uh, but, uh, lives here, uh, you are in fact, for sure, you are in fact from this virus and, and we feel your enthusiasm by running. So what would, you, what would you say, because so much of, I mean, you're only two posts in on your blog, but it's already very inspiring, kind of your story and what you've said. So what would you say to somebody who's reads your blog and is inspired and wants to, yeah, God, that just sounds awesome. I would love to, but I haven't run. I can't even run down the block or, you know, my hip hurts or what would you say to somebody? And I guess this is part of your coaching, right? Yeah. Who is really wants to get started running, but is hesitant for any multitude of reasons. I think there's a lot of things. Um, honestly, I started training my mom to run about three years oh, ago awesome. now. Okay. Yeah. So she, uh, I grew up in a, like a very active family. My dad was a runner and he was a firefighter actually. So he had to stay fit. So we ran together all the time, but it was never something my mom really took to. Um, she moved out to Eugene two and a half years ago. And I was like, Hey, like if you want to start running, like this is the place to start running, you know? And she was hesitant at first. Uh It was always something she was very against, but I just told her, I was like, you know what? One step at a time. And we literally started one step at a time. We'd go out and we'd jog, walk a mile. Okay. And I think the biggest thing for me as a coach is just to share the enthusiasm and get excited for them. Oh, yeah. And let people realize, mm-hmm. like, a mile is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a one, that is so much further than you for went someone the day who's, before. Yeah, for someone who's never Absolutely. done it before. Right. Yeah, and I think it's really important when you're first starting to get into running or if you're intimidated by it is to celebrate the small victories because that is an amazing accomplishment. You know, somebody goes out and runs their first 5K, mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my best friend from high school, which <laughs> it just blows my mind, she ran a half marathon. Um, about two weeks ago now and so when she called me and was like hey I signed up for a half marathon this is somebody who I swear would I would never see run around the block like just not like somebody you would call quote unquote athletic or whatever yeah. but got inspired wanted to run a half marathon and she went out and did it get and out That's yeah awesome. it was unbelievable yeah. and so you know I just when she told me that I just wanted to celebrate it with her and just yeah. be like, you know anybody can do it it's just give yourself the credit Credit. of like, Hey, I'm stepping out here. I'm doing something out of my comfort zone. And I think once you start to realize that, you know, a mile is amazing. Two miles is amazing. And it's not that five, 10, 15 makes it even more amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just literally one step at a time that is so special. And, um, and then also focusing on the fact that you're getting better. Like, how cool is that? I think running is one of the greatest examples of like, you get into it, what you put, you get out of it, what you put into it. it, Right. Like, so what you say is that the barrier is, is not physical, it's mental. We, we don't believe on ourselves, is, is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, and I think part of it, too, is, like, 
And that's why I think the running community is so special is so much of our society is about achieving and like being number one. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. there's all this pressure to like show up and perform. And I think that's kind of what keeps people out of running initially is they're mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to be good at it. I'm not going to do a marathon. I'm not, not going to win a race. Right. But I'm you not going to. Gonna, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's not where the satisfaction comes. Yeah. And I think that's what's so unique about running is it's like, I'm going to go out and run with a bunch of people and some of them might be really fast and some of them might not be, but I'm just going to go and enjoy the community. And mm-hmm. the fact that I'm out there doing something in nature, I think that's a really special aspect of running that other sports don't offer Mm -hmm. and that's why the community kind of rallies around each other yeah and the fact that you know maybe running can be a little bit painful new runners i'm sorry there are times (laughs) where you have to push through and that brings people together because they know what they're going through you know the people that are in the stands that have competed before they know what those athletes are feeling Mm -hmm. and they can sympathize Mm -hmm. with that and they can Mm -hmm. they can understand that Mm -hmm. overcoming that and so i think that's really special and it happens at every level it happens from that person who first runs their first mile they push through something amazing it's the same thing as these athletes out here who are vying for an Olympic spot, yeah. pushing through that 800 meters and that last second that's going to make a huge difference, yeah. it's that same feeling. Yeah. And I think that's a really unique thing, again, to the sport of running is we can all be in that place, whether we're elite athletes or starting our first run. Right. So No, it's, I think it's an excellent point because even though they're an, an elite runner doesn't mean that it's always cake for them, right? right? They still have to work hard. And so at any level, you have to put some work into it. That's a conversation I had with a running partner the other day. We were actually talking about the cycling with the Tour de France starting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, they don't go out and they're not just amazing. Like, they just go, they go out and push their body as hard as they can, just like we do. There's just happens to be better at it, so it's faster. Mm. You know, like, some people are just designed and they have the right training, they have the right genetics to be phenomenal at their sport. And when they push themselves to their absolute max, it's technically faster or they can go further. Exactly. (laughs) To most of us, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. But I think, you know, even the recreational runner or the college level runner or whatever, when we go out and we push our bodies, we're experiencing the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's just not necessarily that same pace. But again, that's where I go back to the fact that running is not about how fast you do it or how far you go or who you compare yourself to. It's the fact that you compare yourself to, it's what you find satisfying. Right. So. so we here on Wearable Progression, we talk also about technology, Absolutely, right? Yeah. Because we live in a digital world and you can't get away from it. And so how, you know, so people that are walking, let's say people, everybody started tracking their steps and kind of being competitive and how many steps did you do today? Totally. So how does technology play into your own running and then also with your clients, right? Yeah. Um, do you start simple and then you kind of delve more deeply into the data and... How does that play, like, from a motivational standpoint? Talk a little bit about it. I think that technology has been phenomenal in terms of motivating people, just to move in general. Yeah. I mean, the conversations that you have out there where it's, like, how many steps you get today. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's something that never used to happen, (laughs) right? Right, right. And you look across, like, just the general population, whether they're runners, active, not active, almost everyone has a Fitbit or, Mm -hmm. you know, some kind of activity tracker on their arms. And I think just from the fact that it's, like, I'm going to look at my watch, and if it's not as far as I want it to be, I'm going to go yeah. walk around the block. I yeah. think that's awesome. Yeah. You know, that's just, I think that's great. Now they have, I wear, you know, a GPS when I run, and it tracks my pace, it tracks my steps, it tracks, mm-hmm. you know, my moving average. Mm-hmm. I can graph it when I get home. I don't go that far with it, to be honest. I personally just like to kind of look at it and compare it from day to day just mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. where I'm fit, if I'm feeling what I'm actually producing. Okay. I have some clients that are super into their technology, and so, you know, I'm like, hey, let's look at a product that's going to give you all the feedback you possibly want. Right, you know, right, and they're right. going to look at the graphs, and they're going to get excited, and, and they're going to want to See where they've know. changed and improved. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and then I have some clients that don't even understand how to use them, you know, and so I'm, like, changing <laughs> yeah. the data fields for them so right. they can just, they're like, I just want to see my pace. And yeah. I'm like, okay, 
let's you know yeah. do that and yeah and so I think there's a, a wide variety and as a coach it's my goal is to find something that just keeps them motivated mm-hmm. I've had a client in the past that it was about a year ago she was running and starting to get just kind of fatigued and over it and she kept looking at her watch and she would get frustrated and she's like I'm just not running fast and I told her I was like you know what you're going unplugged for the next week I was like you're not allowed to wear your watch interesting because she was sitting there and she wasn't feeling good and then she was confirming everything Every, that was going through yeah, her head she's I, like I'm not yeah. running fast enough I'm yeah. not going far enough I'm you know I was like that's a disaster for you mentally yeah. when your watch takes over your enjoyment of the sport because you can't keep up with it yeah I think that's the time to you know yeah. set it down and walk away for a little bit but in terms of just motivating people mm-hmm. in general Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. We actually did a podcast with um, uh, a gentleman who runs a uh, running community, or actually a sport community in Luxembourg. Oh, very cool. And was telling us how there was a, a triathlete who lost his smartwatch just before his swim or during his swim, yep. and he dropped out of the race because he felt, I can't. Com- if I don't have my smartwatch, I can't do this. Yeah, it's so, crazy. I mean, you know, you you put all that effort and training and time into preparing for this event and yep. just because you lost your smartwatch I mean that kind of blew my mind I, I but I think it's, each person finds his mental tricks to, sure. to overtake and uh, that was not maybe the best but it was the trick of the guy the trick of the guy uh, but I agree I agree uh, that that uh, in some cases it is uh, like uh, like in everything in life we need to to know how to use this kind of uh, devices sometimes the best way of using them is not using at all Right. Well, and I tell my clients too, I'm like, your body knows what to do. You know, you've been out there running, you've been out there training it. You just, you go out there and you enjoy it. And the thing about running, and these athletes that we're watching out here are just phenomenal, and their coaches are the best in the world. So they're very, very dialed in. And I'll have a client sometimes who has like a random day that they don't feel that good, and they're like, what happened? Like, why did I not? Mm -hmm. I showed up for my race, I was all prepared. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes, even though the body knows what to do, it it doesn't doesn't, feel it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a lot more rare here because, like I said, they are so very dialed into their training and um, what's going on in their lives. But but I think the watches and the technology help with that. They allow us to see, okay, like I am hitting my repeat times, I am doing this. But at the end of the day, running is about movement and experience your body, and it knows what it's doing. It really does. So yeah, I and getting people to listen to their body, I think, is important too, right? Mm-hmm. Because as you start to have more aches and pains, and then, then you actually, if you, so you do some exercise, you feel better, and then if you actually pay attention, you notice that when you don't do the exercise, you start to feel bad again. Yep. Oh, okay. So that's one of the benefits of of working out and feeling, you know, feeling better. So definitely, I think being more in tune with your body is a a big benefit too of being motivated enough to. To start running, and right. whether that takes technology or whether that takes uh, something else. So let's do. Um, let's talk a little bit about your blog. Do a little plug for your blog, and yeah. and what you know. Why did you get it started? I know it's a bit of an experiment for you. It is, yeah. So. so- one of my other jobs that I do is I'm an online marketing consultant and so um, I was going through a lot of just like coursework and trying to understand I work with bloggers and mm-hmm. um, and podcasters and just getting we call growing your audience so we're okay. trying to get clients you know placed with these different media outlets and I was going through all these this coursework and I was kind of like playing the game I'm like oh yeah like acting like I have a blog and doing all this <laughs> stuff. Like, you know what I should just, just set one up yeah <laughs> like it's awesome opportunity I love talking about running I love getting excited about running if it is an opportunity for me to have people ask questions and I can answer it it, it just kind of started to come together mm-hmm. um, and that was all like a week and a half ago 
And then I was like, oh my gosh, the Olympic trials are going to be in Eugene. This yeah. is an absolute perfect time to launch a blog, to yeah. be able to talk with other uh, community members and other vendors and just people who are passionate mm-hmm. about running. Mm-hmm. Um, so what an opportunity to just start talking yeah. and, and, and get it growing. So, um, you know, I have this amazing vision of what it could potentially be. Hopefully I can execute on some of those fronts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think the fun thing about having a blog so far is just getting to meet people because I get to put yeah. myself out there yep. through this blog, yep. you know, like yep. I contacted you guys out of the blue, blue yeah. and it was, it's been wonderful. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and some of the people that I'm talking to and some of the interviews that I'm going to get to go on and just, yeah, like you just say, Hey, I have a blog. I want to talk to people and people are like, yeah, I love it. And all of a sudden the world becomes much smaller, right? Yeah. Cause you're talking to people in different countries and, and you, I think the awesome thing too is because it's focused on a on a very particular topic right running mm-hmm. you find similarities no matter where you are in the world yep. you're gonna identify find similarities with people that maybe you thought you were very different from right totally so I think that's one of the awesome things about having a blog like that and I think that's a special thing about sport in general and what the Olympics yeah, offer true. so much is very it's true. like it is such a we are a community as, mm-hmm. a, as an entire universe as an entire country mm-hmm. or entire world it's not just like oh, and separate yeah, anymore uh, one of the amazing things on, 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 on the environment around the Olympics is, is uh, that attracts a lot of very young people, so high school and college from uh, other parts of the United States that spend uh, one, two weeks of their vac- uh, holidays to come here and, and to live this environment to see the stars. The stars are also very close to, to the general public and uh, makes all the difference. is quite, quite, quite mm-hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, it's wonderful. I think sport is probably the best medium for us to connect as a community across right. the world. Right. Yeah. Just because we get it, you yeah. know, and we're all passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And everybody, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at football or soccer, if you will, across the world, and it's just like there's so much passion and it unites people. Yeah. It really, really I does. I hope that goes well because Portugal plays today against <laughs> oh, Wales. Okay. The semi finals of the Euro. This so. is the Euro 2016. So I'm, yeah, I'm really nervous. Who do yeah. they have? Eh? They, they, they have Germany, don't they? No, we are playing against uh, Wales. Wales. Oh, Wales. Wales in the semi-finals. Uh, we can play against the uh, Germans if they win, and we win also. Okay, because I saw the Germany. W- I saw them beat out Italy in the shootout. Yeah, that was so now, yeah. now they will play against France, so one of them will drop. Yeah. Okay, there we go. So, so everybody knows the day that we recorded this. So by the time this airs, we'll know <laughs> if Portugal made the final or not. Very true. So we'll either be very happy or very sad uh, on that day. <laughs> on that day. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, any last thoughts that you would want to share with your your the community you're trying to reach and about your blog and? You know, I just think the main thing that I will always preach about running is that. Uh, once you stay with it and once you start, it changes your life. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as we watch these athletes out here compete, almost every single one of them will go on after the Olympics to continue running in some way, shape, or form. And, and I think, again, that's another special testament to what running is, where a lot of athletes, when they're done with their sport, they're done with their sport. Yeah. You know, like me as a soccer player, the opportunity to continue is a lot more difficult. Right. Um, you can play Parks and Rec or, or pick up or whatnot, and that's great. But I think the thing that's so unique about running is, as it is an individual sport, you can compete at whatever level you want for right. the rest of your life. Right. And then you'll always find a community to be a part of. There's always a team out there. So right. 
Um, the big That's a good thing, point. It's a really good point. Yeah, to push on is it's just, mm-hmm. it's always there for you. Yeah. It's the most consistent thing, you know, in a world of chaos and change, running is very consistent, which, <laughs> which is nice. Is, and very comforting. Yeah. So, and I think that's a great note to end on. So thanks again for being here. Absolutely. That was a great conversation. Thanks, Paulo, again for Thank joining you. us. Thank you, Anson. And for those of you that were here at the Olympic trials, we hope you had a phenomenal time. We know that we've really enjoyed being here. It's a first for us. So uh, it's incredible. You never know what to expect, but it was... Uh, I think exceeded any expectations that we had. Uh, For those of you who are listening, thanks for joining us again. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you're so kind to leave a review on iTunes, that would be really helpful for us. So please do that. Share the Wearable Progression podcast with friends, family, and fellow runners. And with that, we'll talk to you next time. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Wearable Progression Podcast. To learn more about kinematics and how better information can make you a better runner, visit www.kinematics.pt.